Yo, 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 what's good? Yeah. What's up, what's up? Just make sure I put my shit on do not disturb. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all do the same thing. And let's focus and get to it. All right, yo, man, we back once again. Yo, 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 what it do? What it do, man? We back once again. It's the mother... It's your boy, Hanging out with the host. Yeah. I said hanging out with the host, yeah. With the two hosts of the uh, FWP podcast, your boy, Mosley's, and yours truly, Young Plato. Man, listen, man. It's been a minute. It's been a minute again, man. Yo, this is crazy. This shit is wild. It's like... Life just be happening, things just be happening, time just be passing, and it's just like getting the schedule down packed, making sure niggas is in the mood to speak, making sure like, you know, we have topics that we want to discuss that actually make sense for the podcast. It's like it's a little challenging, man. Like I know um in the like, past we've talked about we've talked about like um you know, making making sure we record weekly, man. It's like as easy as it sounds, it's not that simple to get all the right moves. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of moving parts that need to get aligned, but I really do think we need to, and this is for the listeners, I apologize for y'all. Like, I know y'all y'all get into it and then we disappear, but, you know, we uh, we try. We working towards it, man. But no excuses, though. We'll try to be more, more uh, as they say, you know, more in your face with it because I know y'all fucking with it. And also, you know, I feel like sometimes too, um, and this is just this is just your boy Plato just going off a tangent real quick. But sometimes too, like, especially when you take like some breaks, it just always feels like you gotta have I, for me personally, I always feel like I gotta have like you gotta make sure the topics is on point before we just come back with some bullshit. But then I'm just realizing like, bro, like that's the fun. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a, you gotta just, it's a numbers game. You gotta just keep putting the numbers up, putting the content out, and like it's gonna stick. You know what I mean? Like you can't be worrying about coming up with the right game plan all the time. Just, just record, start speaking. You know what I mean? And then that was a conversation uh, me and Mosey had because you know we talk on the phone every day. And it's just like I don't know how we got into. It was like a couple weeks ago we got into like a whole back and forth talking about he was arguing. Let's let's see. Yeah, let's start with Dave. Remember, he was arguing like basically like nigga. Not every time it has to be bullet this, bullet this, bullet this. Like sometimes we just free flowing with emotions. I'm like, and he was coming at me because he was like, "You too analytical with it." I'm like, "Yo, my brain works like a computer, man. You know what I mean? Sometimes so it's like I just see the world very like mechanical or like mathematical in the sense of like you know one plus one equals this." Yeah, but in the yeah, but you know, but the reality of it is sometimes you know just flowing with emotions works too. So you know, um, keep that in mind as we you know as we progress, and move forward. My life has been good. So, anyways, man, uh, off that tangent, you know, let us know like what you've been up to, man. Let the listeners know what you've been doing, man. You know what I mean, we're back. Um, <laughs> still buying art shit, still getting fly. Um, niggas is niggas have been. Finally taking a break after all these uh, trips around. I think we haven't gone anywhere as of recent, right? In the last, what, three, four weeks? Niggas have you been stationary. You came to Dallas, what, three, four weeks ago? Is it? Yeah, I think about it, at least three weeks now. It's got to be three weeks. Ago. Yeah, so niggas been sitting down. Niggas been sitting down for almost a month This is since we went on our world tour. So like you said earlier, life just happens. Shit just happens. Niggas, you find time. 
this is verbal therapy, really. We're just talking things through, yeah, anyhow. So, and it's like, and it's like, you know, um, work shit, just life shit, be yep. kind of draining sometimes. So it's kind of like every days where I'm just like, hey, fuck it, I don't want to talk to nobody. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be, I just want to chill to myself. I don't pick up no phone calls. I don't respond to no text messages. I'm just like, I'm basically just vibing, like. And at the same, like, yo, remember, good. remember when we was first doing the podcast at uh, Brittany? Shout out to Brittany because that's the inception of shout out uh, the Brittany. FWP podcast. Yeah, yeah. When yeah, we yeah. were doing those, you was coming from Owens Mills. Yeah, I was coming from Owens Mills. Right, and I was so. coming from VA at that time. We was we would converge at her place. Yeah, how, like how far? Minutes, was, yeah, how far? It was, was like 40, 45 minutes from me. Uh, from me. Right. So basically, the whole routine for my end was like, all right. We just usually do it like well, we do it like on a Thursday or or Wednesday, like right, like the middle of the week. Yeah, like, yeah. Week, the weekday random shit. I just know that my routine was like, all right, I'll stop at the liquor store, yeah, get a yep, bottle, yeah, something, yep. and then just drive down, and we'll just turn up for like. You still was whipping Benzes at that time too, so you been whipping, you been whipping uh, Mercedes for a long time, haven't you? Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, ain't new to this game, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I'm trying to. I feel like. <coughs> so I'm sorry. I'm trying to smoke a hookah. There's still some weed remnants from the last time I smoked that shit. Settle in, settle into your seats, everybody. We're getting rolling in a minute. <laughs> yeah, on, on some pilot talk, right? Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. Calm down. We're a little turbulent. We're gonna get to the destination, though. You know what I'm Thanks. But I'm about to say, I think um, I think I, we started the podcast before I caught my first buzz, but then I copped it. Right, right, right. I, I feel like I remember the first. I feel like the first time you saw it was when I pulled out to Britney's crib one time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It was yeah, all some yeah, new yeah. shit. Right, right, right. Yeah, because I feel like that was around the time, like um, for the listeners who can remember, as far as like what 2016, 2017. Yep, yep, yep. Somewhere around that year. So it's like. I remember it was like a time where it was just me and you at first. Right. If I, cause I, I, if I remember correctly, the first episode ever was me, you, and Brittany Crib, and then E and James pulled up. So shout out to E. You know what I'm saying? Remember oh, that? Yeah, remember yeah. That? I, like I, got, first, I got pictures first of all that shit too. I recorded a lot of a lot of that footage too. That's classic. Yeah, because remember we we tried to do it uh, off of like my MacBook, like the webcam. Yep, yeah, we was doing it off of yeah. webcam type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trying to just have the visuals off on point, but then it just. I remember that, like, I did a little recap, little trip down memory lane, history of the FWP for the new <laughs> listeners and shit like that. Right. I remember, like, it was weird, though. Like, I remember recording on camera was weird because, like, you know, actually just on camera, it's kind of like just, you're kind of a little bit just, like, you're overly aware that you're being... Yep. Awkward, right? Yep. So that was one thing. And then, plus, on top of that, that was the first time I ever we were trying to record a podcast, you know what I'm saying? And then it was like people around who weren't part of the podcast shit, just onlookers type shit. Right. And it's like um, outside forces. And like, I was trying to, t- I was trying to tell uh, girls, or let's say bitches, I tell girls like when I, when I'll be talking to them, explaining to them, I like to meet them off, off rip, like come to the MoMA before we do anything else because it's like, when you're trying to cultivate something brand new, right? It's like, yeah. It's weak. It has no foundation. So outside forces have a big influence on you initially in the beginning. 
You know what I mean? So I saw that to say, like, so we weren't even confident in what the fuck we we're about to talk about. We don't, you know, and we just trying to you know, try something out, but having people there, having cameras in front of you, recording it, just all of, all of the above just kind of created it. I remember just feeling like, yeah, this saying, this is uncomfortable. Like, this is, feels like work type shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so then, <laughs> but I think we tried that for like a couple, the first couple episodes, I think. And then by the, uh, I think like by the third, we were just on some like, I want to just do strictly audio. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah. Well, actually, I feel like now, nah, I think. Because we did episode, get the mic. We were like, yo, well, the first, no, the first was, episode was, we recorded it, but the audio was, I mean, the audio was, you know, I still had my mic in the, uh, the uh, what was it? The yeah, you still had your mic. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it was like, we recorded it, um, the audio version, and then I think we couldn't even, like, pull the, the video. The video we together. Had, it, we yeah. had the audio, so right. it was just like, all right, fuck it. Well, then the second it. time, I think I tried to, I remember I had a GoPro, and I was trying to use the GoPro to record. Yep. Yes, yeah, so anyways, yeah, so. A few yeah, different iterations. Yeah, a few different iterations, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yeah, like, it's been a long time coming, and the niggas' lives just been steadily, constantly changing and evolving. So, yeah, you know, just how. So the content has slowly evolved. Like I remember when I first started, I felt like I was like a. Uh, I was like a super like, ideal idealistic person, where it was just kind of like, I don't really know shit about the world yet. I ain't really done too much yet. And it's just like, but I have ideas of what I think the world should be. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it was more so coming from that point of view. And then slowly but surely it's been kind of evolving where it's kind of like, you know, I'm seeing shit a little differently now. And what I do like about the dynamics of the certain conversation, we don't necessarily always push on the forefront for the podcast. It's like, I felt like you've always kept that energy more so than I have. So it's like, sometimes we kind of go back and forth with like, you're giving me the idealistic view and I'm giving you the matter of fact. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This, this is reality. So I do like that, those, um, those two viewpoints because, you know, as human beings, we all have multiple versions of ourselves in us. So it's like, I still have that idealistic part of me in my in my brain so whenever whenever i think of shit that i'm about to say like there's there's like those two debates going on in my brain before i kind of come up with what i'm about to say type shit you know what i mean so kind of doing that for the podcast overall and just for having like you know people all over the world to listen to this shit and feel so however they feel about it and like you know kind of get back to us if they can on some like yeah this is how i felt about it it just it's been cool to see it like slowly but surely evolve you know what i mean and i and i remember I've always said this shit because evolution is a big thing of me. It's like a big philosophy of like the life that I live in my world. It's like I believe in evolution. I believe like niggas evolved from a certain type of primate to become yeah. yeah to become this type of humans that we are today. But there was like millions of years in between because it's like a it's a it's a gradual and slow process. You know what I'm saying? And I'm always so I always I've always been a proponent of like evolution is real. It's slow, but it's real. And it's like if you keep at it, shit gonna keep changing for the better depending on your perspective on the situation but yeah so we just been evolving man at the podcast man we're gonna keep trying to evolve this shit keep trying to come up with like more ideas to like create more content and more like yeah you know i mean like just more if more just 
releases of thoughts because that's basically like you said earlier this is just like therapy you know what i mean so we just want to talk talk some things through feel good about it you know what i mean share with the world and then yeah. like you know keep sure it going so this is this is episode this is fwp podcast episode 78 damn i'm glad you know so that, <laughs> yeah you know I, I still have my shit written down you know me but I've, I've literally written down every episode and the bullet points in my notes that's what I kind of have, like, on my phone, like, while, while we talk and stuff. But, like, yeah, man, like, episode 78, so it started in 2016, 2017. It's 2021. Like, we still moving, man. It's 2-2-2 over here right now. We're going to have to do something important for 100. We're going to have to do something crazy, man. Almost there. <laughs> I mean, I already told you. I mean, re- the reality of the situation is the vision I have for the podcast is to, like, us keep improving in life as individuals and then remembering to record it all our thoughts yeah document our thoughts and our our feelings and like for whatever the current topics are but also just where we are where we are in life at the moment and then you know just keep slowly adding shit to it like the more money you get the more art you get in your spot the more visually appealing it looks the more now you start thinking about all right now it's time to upgrade to start having uh, visual content to go along with the audio content. You know what I mean? Get the YouTube going, get this footage on, on YouTube and just shit like that. Maybe, maybe, remember, we had an episode with French. Shout out, French. He recorded our episode. It's on, it's on YouTube, right? That's yeah, that's a, that, yeah that, that's that's a very uh, dope. And that and that could have continued. That would actually, well, that it's also plays a role where we are, right? Like, you in Texas, I'm here. Normally, we yeah. record it. If we could get, that's why I brought up like how far we were going to Britney's originally because now we're like across the country type shit. So it's even more difficult for us to do oh, yeah, them yeah, in yeah. person. I mean, niggas, yeah, niggas, niggas drove like a 45 to an hour to meet up in a, in a, in a middle ground spot. Yeah. And then we did our thing. But yeah, as you know, as life just takes you places, mm-hmm. you know, now I'm in Texas, like you said, you're in Philly. So it's like, what the fuck is the middle ground? I'm not flying to record the podcast. You know? be real. <laughs> and what nah, would a middle ground be? What would a middle ground be to that? Like facts. And nothing, yeah. nothing exciting, not on location. And matter of fact, where the fuck is Nori with this Drink Champ Drake podcast? If I could side note real quick. You heard about that? <laughs> yeah, I just see that. It's actually it's funny. I was, I've been watching um uh I was just watching Drink Champs while uh before you we started this podcast. Who was it? Who was the guest? Shorty from Wooware. I mean not Wooware, uh Walkerware. Oh yeah, I know, I know. I Lisa something or, I think her I forget her something. name too. I'm sorry. Yeah, shout out to her. But uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, um that's I'm trying to see it. Like I'm trying to just be in a dope spot and then they just pull up and we record that shit and it's just a vibe or or it's like niggas can't pull up, we just do the audio. It's available. We each record some shit. You know what I mean? Like, because you know me, I, I be feeling sometimes like I could just record Dolly, but it's weird. I've never really tried it to like just record Dolly, but it's like I could ramble. I'm a talker. You know what I'm saying? I could just <laughs> ramble. Well, but, but it's better. To, it's, it's nicer to have like feedback and then we could get into topics and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's why we started the whole thing, man. All right. So let's get to it, man. So. We've been rambling on about this everything. I just I did have um when I was a free flow, it's a free form episode freely. We just moving around freely, but I I you know me, I can't. Yeah, what's on your mind, that. man? What what's what's, yeah. what's on your mind, man? Let's talk One about thing it. that um popped up recently, I was just curious to see how you felt about it and I wonder how listeners feel about it. Like 
it looks like they're starting to mandate vaccines for jobs now. So yeah, like I did see that, yeah. companies that have like more than a hundred employees, boom. If you work in a federal type of field or area, you're supposed to already be vaccinated and like show proof or something. Like for me, for example, my job, uh, I told you, uh, was it Thursday or Friday? No, Thursday, I think. I got an email saying, oh, yeah, you got to give us your vaccination uh, records. And show us your papers. Basically, <laughs> yeah. How you feel about it? You know, I'm, I'm fully vaccinated, man. You know what I mean? So I already, I got this shit already locked, whatever. But I, oh, yeah. You even, you, oh, you going to go that route too? Even even on, on the podcast? <laughs> what you mean? I have the card that says I'm uh, <laughs> I got the card, right? Oh, yeah, you guys. Yeah, listen, if y'all, if y'all niggas know, man, go get y'all cards, man. Just in case, man. Go get y'all cards. Hey, yo, I mean, but I mean, shit. I mean, in my current situation, it's not gonna be a, it's not gonna be an issue for me. Yeah, it's not an issue, right? Um, but at the same time, like it's your job, like, isn't it? Like, it's like what, like seven of y'all in total? Yeah, yeah, there's not that many people. What's interesting yeah. about the whole thing is this, though. Okay, demanding the vaccines, right? And, but things are really opening up, like concerts and festivals. They're not worried about concerned about those types of events. They so are. They're not going to show those. I think, I think I think you need to show proof of vaccination for those type of events. If I'm not mistaken, because uh, they've been doing them a lot lately. But yeah, it's not going to affect me directly right now uh, when it comes to vaccinated or not. But th- don't your coworkers just be asking you, "Oh, can we have the vaccine?" Blah 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 blah. At this point, I think they know not to ask me because. Uh, it's They've over. Already done it. Okay. It's, okay. It's, it's not going. You know what I'm saying? And, and let's speak on. Let's speak on something. Speaking of coworkers and shit. So your coworkers follow you on Instagram to the point where you gotta make a close friends to be <laughs> showing the most mundane shit. They can see the green dot. Thinking about to be some wild shit and some mundane shit. And I'm like, why is this on your close friends? And this nigga be responding, oh, man, my coworkers. I don't want to hear their. I don't want to hear their words. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this is for the listeners, man. I move like I mean your coworkers and like social media and shit like I know for me I work in the IT field these niggas is not my friends you know what I'm saying so I don't even try to fake the funk like oh yeah follow me on this so let's keep it nigga we talk work I clock out nigga I don't speak to you till the next day or the next you know what I mean I don't talk to you over the weekend like how how you like how do you feel that having to do that like I don't no, I'm just I'm gonna just speak from the outside looking in for your situation, Moses specifically. Oh. I feel like you just felt like you had to do it because that was kind of the energy and the vibe that was around. And if you if you were saying no to people asking for your shit, you'd be like the odd man out. So if, just to comply. No, I don't even I don't even remember how they ended up following me. I don't I don't remember. I don't know. It's not I don't think we had a like conversation like, oh, follow me on I don't think I don't know how it happened. They just ended up following each other on, on Instagram. Mm, but okay. uh, how I feel about it, though, is like that shit is a fucking oh, man. It's like, yeah. Normally, I'll post whatever I want to post, how I want to post it just regularly. But shit that, you know, I guess everybody's doing this close friends shit, though. Like, I think it, it has like work has has something to do with it. That's why they implemented the close friends uh, differentiation in the first place. I had some girl tell me because her family follows her, so she be posting mm. shit that she don't want. Yeah, it's definitely that too. It's definitely mm. that too, where you can like quote unquote hide some shit like for some people, and some people can see it. I mean, my coworkers, I'd rather not have the conversations about the shit that I post. So if I gotta throw it in a close friends, whatever, whatever, because 
they follow me. Well, I could block them actually, but they they like and um they like my shit, so they'll know <laughs> if they're not seeing that for me no more. You know, okay. I'm block, <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I used to always block whenever I would see like uh like when your suggested follows like a coworker pop up or something or uh, yeah. randomly get a what on my page used to be probably I'll get like a um a fucking like friend uh, a request. Mm-hmm. I just straight block the niggas ASAP. And then when my page not as pro- I was open, like I see randomly I get a follow from like a random coworker, I just block them. Like I don't got time for none of that shit, nigga. Don't even and we, we, you know, that's like the the perks of working in like a big corporation. It's not somewhere. It's not like people I have to see every day. Like, yo, what happened, bro? Something, yeah, you know what I mean, you're it's definitely not, not dealing not, with that. Yeah, yeah, which I love. So shout out to COVID for uh, making yeah. this shit remote. You haven't been like, in the I'm office like, in over a year, nigga. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Since March, March, March last uh, twenty twenty was the last time I was in the office. Yeah, you're right. Man. Imagine yeah. how that how that just changed, like. To where you were going to an office, right? To like the yeah. whole pandemic becoming a thing, and it's slowly like people are starting to say, "Wait, hold on, it's quarantine. Hold on, we all we can't go." I anywhere. remember, at, and I, and that job that I had back then, because I quit that job after I moved. But it was like, I remember asking my manager, "Yo, can I get a couple of days to work from home? Like, I don't think I need to be in the office because the shit I'm doing, mm. I don't need to speak to people, right?" Yeah, yeah. So <clears> like. <throat> Shorty was not rocking with it. Like she was like, oh, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, let's just keep um and basically she ended up she was just like, let's just see how you do this uh this quarter and we'll talk about it. Cause there have been some complaints about some of the things. So let's figure that out first. So initially in my job, I just okay, this is this is a good this is a good point I feel like that people should um to be a good message for people in the workforce and all that. Um or whenever you try to switch careers and you kind of feel like you gotta you're like obligated to do a certain thing or whatever, but like so No dead air, man. We got to keep it flowing. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna fill it in with with commentary. Right. <laughs> can you even, can you hear the hoop going up blow it or not? Nah? I could hear something going on because I know what's going on okay. over there. All right, but, all right, so listen, so um, when I when I got that job, right, this is the job that I had uh, last March, 2020. Like, my job description was one thing, right? This was a fucking mm, three hour, I mean three hour interview, like. Two people, uh, two people coming at me and sitting in this room for 30 minutes of pop, and it would just it would keep switching in. Two people coming from two departments, interviewing me, another two people, another two people. What's your last one for three hours? So, and this is something that I think happens a lot, but it's like, so the job description is one thing, right? Yeah. They're like, yeah, well, you know, um, we just kind of want you to kind of get up to speed in, this, in these areas, and then, you know, we'll figure it out type shit. We'll go from there, but this is your main focus. And I think that uh, because, I don't know, I'm smart. Uh, but I also, like, this last job for 2020, that was the first time I, I, I switched over to the JIRA shit, the JIRA administration, the uh, Alaskan administration. So application support from that level. Like, I had never done, worked on those applications that I was going to work on. And I, y'all know me how you finesse my resume and shit. Like, I didn't, I didn't finesse this particular, like, this, that job, I didn't, like, walk in there telling them, oh, I have hella experience with all this shit. I was just like, I don't, but I'm a, I'm a quick study, you know what I mean? And obviously for me, it was like, so the applications, they're installed on an OS that I was super familiar with because that's my background, was like a Linux engineer. All these applications were running on Linux platforms. The job I had prior was like an application support, but it wasn't a, 
it was a proprietary application, meaning it was an in-house application. It wasn't like a general one that Mac companies use. It was just one that the company I worked for at the time, they created and they taught us how to work it. But still the same general concepts was like, you know, it's a Java-based application. This is for my, my techies understand what I'm saying right now. Yeah. So it was a Java-based app. So I walk in there telling them basically like, yeah, this, this is what I know. You know what I mean? And like, and they were asking, so why are you trying to move? I'm like, well, basically, I'm just trying to, you know, expand my toolkit and like learn skills that are like applicable outside of just that one company. Because I, at that time, the job I was trying to quit was the job I moved to Austin for. So the first time moving out of Maryland was the job in Austin. And that shit was like, I just hated it compared to where I just came from in Maryland. Like the energy and the culture was just, it was like, from awesome, you know, <laughs> this is FWP shit, right? Me and folks, I was talking about this shit. Like, this, I mean, not a five working and all that shit. It's just modern day slavery, right? It's just a, a new way of it. But so is it, you know, so is the prison system, you know, all that shit. But it's like, uh, nine to five working and just being a part of this cycle that we've been brought up and taught to believe is the way of life. Indentured and, servitude, uh, yeah, it's just modern day slavery. So, like. I was I was described like working and that the job the first job I had in IT which was in Maryland and the only one the first one the first one I ever had I stayed in that bitch for four years because it was just it was cool I would describe it as working as a I was a house nigga at that time and then when I, I got I got <laughs> oh tired God. of that shit sound I, crazy I, I moved to Austin and I was just like my mind since that's the only job I've ever known I just assumed that's what IT was like all the companies did all the same shit, all the different perks you would get is just a standard. But I, it was a quick realization that, oh, nah, shit different everywhere. Nigga, this is not the same as it is. Like, the money went up, but at the same time, I probably would have got good what I was getting paid the next year at my current, at the previous job. But anyway, so I moved from my house, nigga, to a field, nigga, and that shit was yikes. It was a culture shock for me as a, as a, as a slave. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, nigga, I just been used to being a slave in a house. Like, it's a little bit chiller, you know what I mean? I don't got to work in the field. I don't got to go to the extra shit. Like, Master's is a little bit nicer to me, you know what I mean? He seems to look at me like some type of quasi-human versus when you go into the field, you just basically chattel. You just, you know, farm animals that are just doing some shit in the field type shit, you know what I mean? So the tone was different. Managers was rude as fuck. Like, no perks, no bonuses, no... No uh, default raises every year. No default bonuses every year. No extra payments for this. No, well, all this other shit that I'm, I just thought was normal corporate nine to five shit. So, anyway, so I was just there. The money was cool, but at the same time, it was just like, I'm not even. No, like after like I did a year of that bitch, like <laughs> some jail shit. Like the next year, going, I was going. It was like probably like a couple of months into the next year, I'm just like, yeah, I'm, okay, I know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty competent. You know, I'm not a dumb nigga, so, like, I know what I'm doing. I started with mad new people. We all started at the same time. Everybody looking at me like, oh, yeah, just if, you, if, you, if you stuck, talk to Rob, because he already figured this random shit that we had to learn out quick, more, uh, quicker than anybody else. So, boom. I just started feeling like, bro, this shit is, like, the disrespect ain't changing. The money ain't going up. And it's just like, I'm learning a skill that I can't even take with me nowhere. So it's like, I'm not about to. And I'm not just moved here. here. 
uprooted myself, moved into a spot, and because and to and the. I got there, so I'm just like, damn, I really got to switch it up. So I'm a, I started applying to jobs. I was, like, over the whole shit. And then, like, ended up getting the job. I'm talking about that I quit. I mean, that I, um, I last was in office in March. Like, it was a $20,000 pay cut. But just the environment was like, all right. I looked at it like, okay, this is back to being in a house. A house nigga compared to a field nigga. Like, just the vibes that I was seeing. So I was willing to take it. But the thing was like, so like I said, so go back to the the job description and what I interviewed for and what I actually got was cool was one thing, but they over, they, oh, I guess they estimated that it would take me longer since I was learning some shit that was newer, but it actually took me not long at all to get to the point where it was like, oh, this is, a, this is the project we want you to complete in the next three to six months. And I was getting them shit done within the first two months of being there. So they started to start throwing extra shit on me. Shit I wasn't getting paid to do. And I remember I was having these quarterly reviews and then my manager was like, yeah, we just feel like you could be doing a little bit more. And my man, I'm like, the fuck? Like, yo, I mean, this is what y'all hired me to do. I'm doing exactly what y'all hired me to do. Now y'all added more shit that I have really no idea what it is. And I'm like, bro, I took a $20,000 pay cut because of how the job was described. <clears throat> and that's what y'all told me. So I'm like, this is, if this is all y'all asked me to do, I could do it because it's simple. But it's lower money, but it's simplest, less work. So that work-life balance, I don't got to be on call. Like that whole spill still was like, some weekends you have to be on call. They'll call you all times of the day. And you don't know if you're going to be on the call for like 10, 15, 20 minutes or fucking 6, 10 hours on one call. Like, you never know. So that shit was not it for me. I could not fuck with that shit. So anyways, I did that shit. So I remember asking her like for like, you know, some days to work from home, going getting back to the point. And she just started saying, like, yeah, uh, we just feel like you can do a little bit more. Let's let's check again next uh next quarter. We'll see how it is. Then we go to like another quarter, and she says the same shit. And in my mind, I'm like, all right, so this bitch is about to just basically use that shit as like a little carrot to dangle in front of me on a string, like, well, if you keep doing this, then we eventually we can talk about you working from home like two days out of the week. Type right. Shit. I'm like, the fuck out of here. So but whatever. So I peeked at the second time. And then another quarter came. And then she said the same shit. And I was just like, listen, I'm going to be real with you. And this was like, my heart was beating because I was having this convo. I was in the house having this convo. And I remember just my heart beating and shit. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> you about to say some shit you can't take back. You're talking to your manager who hired you. You could potentially be gone. And But what, what caused me to um, say it was they, they put me on like Remember, like, in college, academic probation? Yeah. Like, if you keep fucking up the next quarter, you'll get kicked out. I've been so on that a few times. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, shout out college days. So they literally told me, like, we're going to put you on this uh, probationary period. And she basically broke it down, like, yeah, this is kind of how we f- we um go about firing people. We put them on this thing. We check again with them on and, uh, um, in the next quarter. And if they ain't meeting the criteria that we asked them to meet, well, basically, we could fire you. And I guess, from that point of view, it's not like you're, since they give you the runway, I don't think you get the benefits of the person of what happens when you get fired in the unemployment and whatever the fuck else, right? So when she Save told me that, ass. Know, type shit. So when she told me that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I ain't rock. I was like, all right, well, basically, if I, if I, I was scared to say something, I'm like, bro, if I don't say anything, I'm going to get fired anyways, because I'm not about to keep 
doing what they're asking me to do and it's not what I was hired to do and I wouldn't have took the job if that's what the case. So anyway, Okay. Well, let me just tell you from my point of view how I'm seeing things. Just so just so we're clear, we get on the same page. And again, I kept prefacing. I'm like, I really don't want to. It might come off a little harsh and blunt, but I I can tell how this conversation, how we're, where we're going is like I, I feel like I'll, I'll feel like I'm doing myself and you a disservice if I don't, you know, be honest. So I was just like, listen, um, the things you're complaining about are things that are outside of the job description. These are things that are things that I don't know, so I'll need to actually learn. And it changes the dynamic of what the job is, the title is, and the role is. And I feel like, and I told I was like, listen, maybe you don't remember, I took a $20,000 pay cut to take this job because I liked the environment and I felt like the job description was reasonable enough that I was like, okay, I'm not doing too much. I'm not doing more work than I was doing in my last job where so it's like it makes sense to take the pay decrease because I'm doing less work. But now you guys are asking me to do things that I wasn't even doing in my last job and you're not going to, the pay is not changing. She's like, oh my God, like, I didn't know you were thinking about it like this, da 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 She started, I, I was just beat. I'm like, I'm about to, I'm out of a job. That's what I was telling myself. Like, I'm out of a job. Like, but she basically was just like, oh no, I didn't know you were thinking about it like this. Well, okay. Let me talk to the people. Because it was basically my uh, my coworker who was like complaining because he just felt like I wasn't doing enough. But once they spoke and yeah, they basically got on the same page. It was like, okay, cool. Like, job description, you're right. You're doing everything. Just like, let, me, let me go look at the job description again. Because I don't remember. I'm like, yeah, well, bitch, I remember because this is what I took. So they basically ended up coming back to me and saying, all right, cool. You're doing enough based on what you described. So I just tell that shit to say, like, you know, um, sometimes you don't, you don't be afraid of, like, because obviously when it comes to work shit, we just want to, we don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to make shit uncomfortable. It's our livelihood. This is how we're paying our bills and shit. But it's like sometimes if you have the opportunity to, you know what I mean? Like, and especially if you have, like, quarterly reviews and stuff like that with your manager, you got to kind of, you kind of got to be honest with them sometimes, especially if, if they're leading you down a path where they're telling you you're not doing enough. But you're telling yourself, oh, nigga, you're not paying me enough to, for me to do more than what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, that's basically what the conversation I had with the shorty, with the uh, manager was kind of like, yo, listen. I've been telling this for like a couple of, uh, six, half a year now. And I'm telling you, I'm not because you're not paying me for that. And you didn't describe the job that way. Now, if the job was described that way, then that would make sense. But don't be adding shit to it while you're not paying me more. You know what I mean? Like, because I agreed to the description. Those are the services I agreed to. I didn't agree to do more. If I agreed to do more, then I'd be, I should be paid more. And if you're not, y'all not going to pay me more, so boom. And I remember that the next quarter, we had a, a cost. Oh, yeah. You, you, you just got an increase in pay. I mean, it was like $3,000. And then, oh, it wasn't $20,000. Oh, yeah, shut up, you stupid bitch. But, uh, yeah, whatever. So <clears throat> then 2020 comes, March, work from home now. I'm like, look at this bitch. I was talking to her over the, the um, pandemic and she was like, oh yeah, all the higher ups are saying this is the most productive the company's ever been, blah, 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 blah. We should have just actually think like, like um, keeping remote work permanent even after uh, COVID because people are really working well. I'm like, yeah, and your dumb ass was trying to dangle that shit over my head like <laughs> I'm asking for too much, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, anyways, fast forward to 2021 now. I quit them. I quit that job. 
I got two new jobs. They're both fully remote, and I just be chilling, collecting my coins, both paying me a lot more than <laughs> that last job was paying. And now I got two. So, And I'm actually looking into the um, – the, I'm in the process where I was actually just doing that earlier today. I'm just looking into, like, uh, potentially getting a third job and, um, you know, just trying to get up to, like, 300000 for the year and just stack up and then make the money make sense because I don't want to keep working for companies forever. You know what I mean? Definitely. Now that Rob has landed, everybody, <laughs> let's uh, bring on the other hot topics. Let's talk some. Let's talk some shit, man. Let's talk some talk shit. Some man. shit. There's a I, lot of I'll shit to you talk bring, about. We, nah, you, you bring something up. You bring yeah. something up this time. Go ahead. I would love to talk about uh, what is it? The final story. The Dave Chappelle. Uh, what's it, what is he called? Last call. Oh, uh, let's talk about. It. I don't know what it's called. Something. The final. Whatever. The, the final. Part. Yeah, yeah. The this, most recent. Uh, they just came out like last week or earlier this week. Dave Chappelle's week. new special, man. <laughs> First of all, well, let's well, let's you, just, you had, let's, you had, let's, okay. Let's. Go ahead. Yeah, let's start with the fact that he's the GOAT, which is facts, which is factual, facts. and even referred to himself as so, which he did. That, that's that's what you gotta do. I see I, I don't think I didn't hey, hear that. Hey, he was trying to be humble when he was like, you know, some, some people refer to him as, as the goat. And the whole crowd, you know, he paused and he knew all I just started screaming. I was like, Yeah, nigga, you are the goat, man. It's very the easy fact. for him to um weave in and out of just conversation and comedy. Like it's it's like like punchlines are a thing. Like comedy is actually a um a skill you have to have the way That's they do it. That's a fact. Anybody can be funny, just, but yeah, they're telling a story and it's gonna land somewhere. Like how I just rambled on to land there. Like they have every and it's all setups. When they eventually land, it's gonna just hit different because of everything they said prior to. So you know, it's very calculated. It's not. It's free form and just them just talking on the stage, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like so. That's what respect that crap. But uh, let me say so. I've seen that. I've seen it twice now since it's been out. I watched yeah, I watched it for a second time. Yeah, I, I watched had it to the get first high. Time while I was at work, and I said while I was at work, I was you know in my living room, but I had it on. And I was just cackling. It was like in the morning, like ten a.m. in the morning, watch this shit from ten to like eleven, just just laughing. The shit was just hitting on all so many points. Then I had some shorty over, and then um, she wanted to watch it like a couple of days later, and then we watched it together. And I was hot up this time, man. That shit was still funny as fuck. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, what was your what was your thoughts on it before we get into the whole cancel shit and all that? But what did you think of the special? Yeah, I whole? had to I had to watch it a second time to like. Yeah, because I remember you texted me to saying, digest it. Yeah, you were saying like. Uh, uh, you texted me some shit like I don't know this shit really hitting me or some shit like that. Yeah, you I remember was, that. I wasn't. I wasn't paying attention. It goes over people's heads. Yeah, it's, it, his his shit goes over people's heads, and I was peeping some of the jokes. How the crowd wasn't really reacting to it. I'm like, I don't think they really get what he's talking about. But yeah, he he one of them niggas, man. I mean, the whole cerebral. thing for me when I was watching it was him just like <laughs> taking people on this uh, short journey of shit that he was talking about, and they're in the middle of the jokes or like the the sequences. He's like. <laughs> all right, well, this is about to be it for me, <laughs> or uh, this I might just go too far this way before he'll tell the next joke. Like, nigga, I know that y'all gonna hate this shit when I start talking about this. So it's like uh, point proven. Chinese <laughs> going ham, but I'm Chinese is going crazy right now on Twitter and like trying to cancel this shit, boycott Netflix and all that, I'm trying to petition Netflix to take the shit down. That's not happening. And, 
And the funny, it's not happening. The funny thing about it is like they're basically proving his point because if you actually watch the special, he's not transphobic. He's just matter of fact with it, and he's not trying to um, spare people's feelings when he's like making his thoughts and shit like that. And that's the thing that I think is being lost in the it's being lost in the sauce for the for the people who are complaining. Number one, I don't think they even, they really listen to the shit. They just gonna complain about the shit because that's just what they do. And number two, I mean, and number three, no, number two, whatever the fuck. His main issue with trannies is this white males who still want to have their male privilege when it comes to their acceptance for their lifestyle. Meaning, yeah. they turn themselves into minorities by becoming a tranny, but they're white male niggas who are just used to dominating shit, right? Then they turn themselves into a minority by being becoming these trannies and shit, and then they get mad that they're being treated like a minority because they're not used to that, to that um, level of indifference or disrespect or whatever. Like people just not giving a fuck about you or your um, your perspective on life not being the mainstream perspective. Because white male shit has been dominating like media from the inception of media, right? So it's like white males have always been the perspective that most shows and movies and things are seen through the lens of, but then when you turn into becoming a minority, you start to kind of have like temper tantrums because it's like, why y'all not, why y'all not respecting me the same way I'm used to being respected type shit. So yeah, that's the real shit. Like I feel like that was the main crux with the whole tranny uh, community was like the white male niggas who are just like eager to be respected and, and you can tell how quickly it is because you can see how the world is in 2021. Everything is super inclusive. <laughs> you say anything that's not on brand with the statements of these uh, people, and then they're going to work to get your ass up out of here or, or, to work to the, or squeeze you to the point where you used to retract your statements and be like, I'm right, my fault. I didn't, I didn't mean to say that and all that. You know what I mean? It's just like... It's hey. only when you have you have something to lose can you be put in a position like that because Facebook doesn't have anything to lose. You already showed that. So no matter, unless I do something that's considered an illegal act to where you cancel culture, like a, like an R Kelly situation, you feel me? Right. Ain't no canceling a person like that regardless. So it's like, I have nothing to lose. There's nothing you could do. I've already, you know what I'm saying? So, and also you got to think about it too. All he, all the shit he be talking about, the cancel shit, He's talking about it from a celebrity standpoint, right? He's yeah, not talking yeah, about yeah, it yeah. from our everyday to day to day life, right? So whenever he be talking about this, he's just speaking on like how his peers have to respond to shit. That's why he brought up the baby because the baby had to backtrack from that shit quickly when it's like all Cuz said was, um, "If you don't have one of these super serious diseases and you're happy to be alive, say yeah or turn up." That's all he said. And then basically the gay community. Just I have no like, idea what he said. Whatever he was saying didn't make no sense at all. Anyway, what the fuck? Well, you it's just about? you've been at a concert though, right? <laughs> yeah, but Loud. it was such a weird series of things to but say. But think about like, it. Think about it. Think about it. You know, Rolling Loud. It's twenty twenty one. Yeah. The whole the whole pandemic just happened, so niggas been dying from a quote unquote disease and shit. And now the world is opening back up again. He's at a big ass concert with big ass people. A lot of people in the crowd. 
So he's just saying. I think you're putting more thought into it than he would have ever done. That what you just tried to translate it. I don't think that's at all what he. I mean, but let's be real, right? I'm just saying. Just think about it. Like you're an artist. When there's like a load of law, like you said, no uh, awkward silences, right? Yeah, niggas. When you go to a concert, like, right, you make some noise, man. If you happen to be alive today, right, 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 right. That's all he was saying. Yeah, but saying said, nothingness though is, is yeah. how I'm looking at it. I, I, okay, that's fine. But I'm just saying it wasn't like if you ain't a faggot and you happen to be here and you like opposite sex, turn up. So the fact that. They uh, <laughs> focused in on the niggas saying, "If you're happy because you don't have," they take that as a slight to their community. It's interesting because AIDS is not exclusively to gay and trans people. Right? It's not. It's not. But he was he was talking about gay shit prior to that though, like homophobic shit. Like prior to him saying that, I'm not. I'm not. When? I don't think you know. In that I same you, in that same text, he, he said. What did he say? He said. Uh, Oh, something about I don't see that wrong with um, uh, girls kissing girls or some shit like that. But like, if you if you're a gay nigga, some some you're not you're not fucking in the back. You're not fucking another nigga or some shit in the back. Some shit like that. So homophobic. Uh, I had to go back and listen oh, to it, but it was okay. Okay. okay and then okay, okay, and then okay, ended okay, with that then. statement. But at okay, the same so time, then, you're still making the right point. I think. Yeah, but, yeah, but like, I don't think that's not a good point. If he, I, I didn't know he said no shit like that because obviously I wasn't watching the fucking. I wasn't at the concert, and I wasn't. I just saw the clip that I saw, but he said some shit like that. Yeah, let me pull it up since we're gonna have okay. to do this now. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> the point still stands. Like, get yeah, that's what I'm saying. Your, get your panties out your hairy ass cracks, man. Y'all too tight, wound up, and guess what, nigga? You're a minority. This is the reality of the situation. Not to say it's right or wrong to be transphobic, or whatever, but. It's like, yeah, don't, yeah. Be overly, don't be overly sensitive because he said, he said, fellas, if you ain't sucking a nigga dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lighters in the air. Keep it fucking real. <laughs> and then the age shit afterwards. Okay, okay, okay. okay. All right. Well, I guess he, he, he put that on. He called that on. The a phone, lot of what like, he was saying just was like, yeah, you, you said it. No lulls, hype up the crowd. But why are you talking about that? <laughs> like, what? Out of all, just say who's smoking out there, how nah, many blunts nah. y'all roll it out there, or some shit right. like that. The fuck are you talking about? Oh, this is this is your first concert in hella months back outside. <laughs> yeah, be happy. Yeah, okay, I feel you. I feel you. Like, what all are right, you okay, talking well, about? All right, well, listen, I, I ain't about to crucify this. I, I, I'm not about to die on this hill trying to defend this nigga. Then just... no, 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 no. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I'm I'm yeah. laughing at the fact that what the fuck was he talking about? And Dave Chappelle had a had a put. Okay, but let me take this angle on it because I seen this on the Breakfast Club, right? With like uh, that joke. About um, uh, the baby and how they was talking about. You probably saw this. Like uh, I didn't watch. I didn't watch it. Oh, you didn't, okay. I only watched their interviews. But go ahead. Uh, so he, you know uh, they be having random topics on the YouTube page. Be like for like eighteen, six, ten minutes. Oh, such yeah, yeah. Such happen. I don't watch those. I just watch the interviews. Yeah, that's that are their, longer than thirty minutes. Yeah, that's their, that's my thing. Uh, the Breakfast Club. If they have an interview that's shorter than thirty minutes, it's not going to be good. If it's longer than thirty minutes, I'm gonna I'm give it a chance. Even if I don't know the person is, it's just like they get they getting loose. Them short ones, you can tell the person either they want to be there or not in a good mood. So it's quick questions, it's quick short answers. It's just awkward. I really don't fuck with those. But if it's over thirty minutes, they eventually they broke through somehow, and it's like some bullshit. <laughs> that's how. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You can ask my sister. It's like I've had this theory with the Breakfast Club for like years now. Before it's I moved to Texas, like. So go ahead. Talk, talk about it. What, what what did they say? Yeah, so they were uh, 
um, kind of breaking down that joke, and like I wanted to get your thoughts on this. How him mentioning the baby getting uh, um, shooting somebody and killing somebody, almost like being being even worse for his image, like. Dave Chappelle highlighting that factor during the joke, right? Versus then trying to, the joke being used to say it's not that big of a deal. They'll let you do this. They'll let you do this to black people, but you can't do this to gay people or trans. But but putting them in a spotlight. Yeah, the gist of his joke was like, you could shoot a nigga in a Walmart and it doesn't affect your career, but you can say something insensitive in a concert and that could fuck up your whole career. You could kill somebody and nothing happens to you or you could hurt some, potentially hurt some feelings and your whole career could be over. Yeah, but okay, so they were saying why was he bringing up the fact that he killed somebody? Like that being even worse of a spotlight in the context that he was using it because there are more details to that situation and people could perceive it as he's just a murderer. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean more details Just, to the situation? Because in that situation, I've, I've been it was self-defense. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so, but how they were putting it was, like, people not knowing who the baby is, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Them just so thinking he's somebody who needs to kill someone. I mean, the story, I mean, I don't know about that because for me, well, maybe because for my point Because you know. Me, I know, and I'm just like, the story went, like, he's shopping at Walmart, his, uh, baby, his baby mom and his little daughter. And these two niggas try to run up on him and press him and try to rob him or something. And then one of them tried to reach for their gun. The baby had his gun. He pulled his shit out on the quick draw shit faster and shot the nigga. Now, granted, I think the kid was was like a 17 or 18-year-old. They were like young kids. They were like, let's say, um, seniors in high school slash just graduated high school, freshmen in college. They were young niggas, right? And the baby, I think he's closer to like our age. I think he might be a little. I think he's like thirty, maybe. I'm assuming. I don't know, but like, um, so I guess that would be the perception of being perceived as a murder because you're killing a person younger than you. I guess is that. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying the whole situation was self-defense. It was. Right? He so, got off, he got off on that shit. Yeah, he got off. Right, on that. right, right. But the way they were asking the question was like, don't just pose this joke without the full story because. The way Dave Chappelle was saying it, right? Like he just killed a nigga. Oh, he killed a nigga. He didn't, oh, he he didn't tell the story oh, of like self defense. Got you, got you. Yeah, got you, got where you. people could just perceive him like he's a murderer, and now he's also a nigga who's type of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could see it, but uh, I don't. I don't really. Because what he says, it. what he says, has uh, a lot of power in that moment. But I'm not. I'm not picking up one way or the other. I know. You, just... I know. I know you're not. I know you're not. I'm just. I'm just. You asked for my response and my opinion to it. I'm just saying. Yeah. I could kind of see it, but I also, you know, like everything doesn't have to be black and white. It's not, it's, everything is not yes and a no. Sometimes it's a little bit of in between. So I could yeah. see it, but I could also be like, yeah, you're kind of reaching a little bit because he told niggas to Google it. You Google this shit, you'll see the information. Yeah, right, right. He did say it's public Google. record. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, I, I get it, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. People are sensitive as fuck, man. You can't say anything. Too man. sensitive. Like I understand, like I feel like the sensitivity movement, the cyberbullying movement, like it started from a good place, but humans are humans, and there's always people who are gonna like try to like take advantage of a situation, and like run with it when it necessarily they don't really were they weren't really the reason that the situation or the movement was started. 
but now they're co-opting it and using it for themselves. And and that's the kind of the thing that I, people, the Dave Chappelle shit, and also people like a lot of like just talking heads when they want to speak on a, a, a topic or a situation, kind of like the Me Too movement as well. Like you hear when niggas trying to say like the Me Too movement was like, um, it's kind of too much. It's, they always point out like all the people who are taking advantage of it and can kind of like hoes or bitches like using like threatening to tell somebody or to, to basically threatening to say like that nigga accosted me or sexually harassed me or sexually assaulted me. He as tried a, to as rape a, me. Yeah, as a weapon type <laughs> shit. When in reality, they just doing too much. But I also, I also peep that sometimes people like talking has always whenever they want to speak on like, um, cause I don't know what it is, but like media is, so, is super black and white. Like nobody talks in a nuance point from a nuanced point of view that much. They're not so allowed to, like they to die in the hell these days. Yeah, I feel like I, mean, I feel like they always go so extreme with it. Like whenever they want to talk down on a particular opposing view, they go and pick the extreme versions of that view and be like, "You see, look at what the shit they know. That don't even make no sense." When in reality, it's like not everybody who thinks like that lives in that to that extreme of the view that they 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 agree to. You know what I mean? So it's like you're kind of picking and choosing the arguments that make sense for your argument, but it's just like, or the, the points that make sense for your argument, but in reality, it's like, you gotta be holistic, man. Yes and no is a real answer. It's a valid answer to a lot of things in life, but people now just wanna be either yes or either no. But it's like, yes and no makes sense. And like, being able to be understanding enough to see both sides of the coin is where you get under, real understanding. Cause it's like, all right, I can see a little bit where you're coming from, but I can see I can also see where they're coming from. Let's figure out how to get to the middle where we both agree to. You know what I mean? To like for it to make sense for both of us. But it's like that's always the hardest option. It's easier to just dial the hill of yes or no when it comes to situations. When it's like it's everything is not black and white. Shades of gray, bro. So you're like it's harder and it's more complicated. And there's more steps to get to a middle ground. But in reality, life is middle ground. That's what life is. So, like, if you're not striving to get to the middle ground or something, honestly speaking, I'm not going to respect your opinion. I'm not really going to listen to it for real because, like, I'm not dumb. I don't need you to tell me how to think. I can think for myself. And I'm like, when it comes to certain topics, it's just like, if you can't see both sides, I really, I can't respect your opinion because you're not trying hard enough to see both sides. So you're not really trying to give me nothing other than your concrete answer because that's what you, you've settled on. You're right. not even... That just tells me you're not even going to, you're not even looking to rehash or, you know, update your thoughts. Like, your rough draft is your final draft. Like, you don't even try to update that shit a couple more times. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just like... You can't have conversations like, like that. And that's why you know can't I mean? have conversations. And, right. And I feel like that's kind of what it comes to with the whole um, niggas trying to cancel because for this thing, and I'm like, they already have their mind made up about how they look at this nigga. So, they're going to just go with it. We're going to look at this shit. I'm, I'm watching this shit to see the jokes I could point and be like, yeah, he's still homophobic or he's a little transphobic and all that. And right. it's just like, you're not really trying to really understand his point of view. So it's like, how can I respect your point of view if you're not even open to other people's point of views that can potentially shape and mold your new point of view? If you're just sticking to your old one, it's like, all right, I can't fuck with you. And that's kind of what the world has turned into. And that was his closing statement in the uh, special. Like, I know. Uh, and I'm like, yes, I've been feeling like that. I, that's, 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 that's my default thoughts. That's why I fuck with Cuz, because I'm like, he thinks like me. 
I ain't, uh, I ain't, he said, uh, I ain't talking about y'all no more until y'all ready to have a real conversation about the shit. So, y'all not gonna have no more jokes about y'all. I mean, yeah, but That's he talking. still gave him, he gave him a lot of jokes still. It's a lot of clips I saw bitching <laughs> about cuz I'm like, all right. But you know, it is what it is. I don't live and die by the internet, so it doesn't make it doesn't break make or break me and my thoughts about certain situations. But it's just interesting to see people like kind of you know, people just love to die on the hill for whatever reason. Like, why you want to be a martyr, nigga? Stay alive, learn the lesson, and keep it pushing. Like, why you want to die right here? You know what I'm saying? Why you try to die? Like, just keep it moving. It's their life. Their their pussy. Their choice. Oh man, anyways, did man. You say, did you say they're pussy their choice? That what you just said? <laughs> That's what I just said. Is that is that too much? Is that too much? I don't I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they're supposed to be. <laughs> Somebody interpret it for me, man, and get back to it. I, yeah, I've never heard that phrase before. <laughs> Oh, that's not a friend. That's not something that somebody said before. I mean, I've heard my body, my choice. I'm oh yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, yeah. Well, okay, I mean. and that's usually that's tied to like abortion and shit. Like, yeah, when um, women be protesting when they live in states where the government, I mean, the governors and senators decide that um they're gonna outlaw abortion or make it hard to get an abortion, and it's just like, why are you telling me how I should live my life? Well, why why are you telling me what I should do with my body type shit? Like my yeah. body, my choice. Like the state yeah. of Texas. Yeah, basically. <laughs> a six week a six week abortion law now. Like it's you can't case. have an abortion past six weeks. And I'm a nigga, so I'm gonna be real. I've never had a I've never had a baby scare, so I don't know about abortions. I've never had a girl have an abortion for my child. So it's like six weeks. I'm like, <laughs> what no, I'm no I'm I'm trying to say that to say like I don't know what how much longer do other places have compared to six weeks? Like, so I don't know what's what. Because I know after a certain amount of time in all states, there's a there's a cutoff to when you can't have an abortion no more because the child is too big. But so I don't know if six weeks, how much shorter is that compared to other states? You know what I mean? So I can't really speak on it. We need to have some uh, female guests. Um, I've had a couple of inquiries. <sighs> but you know, we'll see how it goes. I had a couple of inquiries with some women who want to who want to get on the podcast and speak their minds, but we'll see how it goes. You know what I'm saying? That's all contingent on me actually still having a, uh, communications with them after a certain amount of time, and that's it's rare. 2021 for this nigga Plato, it's rare for me to be yeah. dealing with the same girl for more than X amount of weeks. Even if I want to hear that opinion in the first place, I might not. It might be though, but it's just like, <laughs> and I, mean, I, I said we pivot now into. Let's talk about our, our recent dating escapades. Let's talk about that. No, nah, let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. Let's not get into that on this one. Let's not get into that on this one, man. We better have a free wow. flow. We got what we got. We got fifty. We got an hour going. Okay, that's gonna be a whole other episode, man. If we get into it now. It's a lot going on. Not, it's a lot going on in that department, man. A lot of we, shit we, have, about. we haven't we haven't seen the people. We haven't we haven't heard they haven't heard from us in a while. So <laughs> I mean <laughs> I'm <laughs> sipping right now. I'm feeling nice. I'm ready to talk my shit. Like how you feeling? Like, yeah, well, right, let's uh, we can break it up. We can break it up. We can break it up. <laughs> what you mean by that? Let me reclaim my let me reclaim reclaim my Saturday afternoon, man. Oh, you want to just wrap it up is what you're saying? Yeah, let's 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 uh let it lie, man. Tie a bow on it. Tie a bow on it like you normally do, but you know what I'm saying? 
There's more shit we could talk about. We could go on and on and on. We could talk some FWP I'm, shit, which we didn't get into. Like, I mean, kind of with the whole modern sla- modern day slavery a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of, I kind of want to. I mean, yeah, we could talk about it, but like, I kind of want to get some shit off my chest today. So, like, it's episode seventy eight. We should record seventy nine right back to back for real, for real. Get this shit over with because it's only another hour. Well, if we're gonna do that, we might, we're gonna might as well run the episode. There's no need to break it up into two. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, just giving people what they want, which is us talking our shit. And it's like, fuck it, nigga. It's only, what? It's only three o'clock over here. It's four o'clock over there. What's another couple of 30 minutes just talking about some data shit? Because I want to just talk about, fuck it, nigga. Just, just bounce off of me, all right? You don't got to, you don't got to spill your beans. Just, uh, it's not even that, nigga. I'm trying to reclaim my Saturday afternoon, nigga. That's all I'm trying to do. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I, I might, I might try to have something slide on me. You know what I mean? That's what we're trying to do here. All right, listen, listen, man. This is this is part of the um the inner work is this is how the sausage is made when it comes to the uh, FW FWP podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're not necessarily same thing. And these this is part of the these are part of the situations that arise where I'm like, sometimes I'm thinking like we need to just ramble on and have like myself speaking this shit because you know sometimes I'm in the mood to go but if my co-host is not in the mood to go you know so this is like part of like you know creating something with somebody else and uh the compromise that you have to make when it comes to certain things man but like yeah um let's put a bow on it man so Chappelle shot that was great you know what I mean like I felt like um I told y'all about being kind of brave in the workforce. and uh, Now, I'm almost a little curious how deep into the rabbit hole of your sexcapades you want to go about this. I mean, I'm trying to go more so on the, more so on the dating side of it. You know what I mean? And like the whole earning it and uh, the reality of the situation when you're the person you are and the person you're approaching and the dynamics of why is it that they feel entitled to a certain thing you know what I mean? And Why do bitches feel entitled? I mean, these, these hoes is asking for way too much. I mean, and not yeah. living up to it. You know, when you ask for something, usually you ask for something and you th- you're in the realm of possibility. You don't see me out here asking for a million dollars, like just to be handed out to me, right? Like, I yeah, ask for if, something if in, I, my, if, in my reach. If, if I'm making <laughs> 900000 every couple of months. <laughs> and I look for something where it's like they're trying to give me eight hundred. I want a million. That's not out of the realm of possibility because you're only a hundred thousand away. But now, if you're making forty six thousand for the year or something, and then you're asking for a million, it's like, why? <laughs> why should you get that? Because you've never been anywhere close to that. So why? Where's the confidence come from that you're supposed you you deserve that? Now you have to you have to show and prove why and explain why you could even be. Yeah. So basically, all right, fuck, I'm gonna get into my bag, man. Fuck it, listen, man, listen. Last couple of weeks, man, you know what I'm saying? Nigga Mosley came, he came to uh, Dallas. Uh, we kicked it for like a weekend. Like, how would you how would you describe your weekend in Dallas? Let's start with that, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna pivot into what I'm. I mean, I scored, to. so it was good for me. Uh, Dallas last did I score in Dallas? No, we were in Houston, and then when I came to Dallas, I didn't really do much. So yeah, I like Houston. I like Dallas. Um, show me love, and uh, it was chill. 
Nothing major. It's cool vibe, right? Nothing crazy, right? We didn't do too much, you know what I'm saying? Club one night, out to dinner, kicking it in the MoMA with the gang done. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hold you, man. Of, that club was not the vibes. No, nah, it was not. Yeah, it was not my city either. Like, I ain't going to lie. It was not my city. I got to remember what club that is so that uh, next time it's brought up, I could be like, nah, I'll do something else. What club was that? <laughs> I don't remember what it was called, but I just know that was a club for Winter for his birthday, too. Um, after yeah, but y'all had a dinner. Oh yeah, that was the dinner first, and then and then yeah, it club. was like like twenty twenty some people at the at the dinner or at the club. Yeah, really both. Wait, but in that same section people... that we had? No, no, no. I think we had the section to the left of us, which is yeah, bigger. It was, like a, it was like a combination of two sections. It was, it was like we had like two tables. That meant three tables for real, for real. Really three tables, but um. It was just more people, so like the energy was just different. You know what I mean? Like, I met a lot of people that were like forced people for the first time to sit. People I didn't spoke to on the phone before, I never met them before. So the vibe, the energy was different. Whereas when we did, when you came, it was just me, you, for murder, and then like the bitches y'all had and shit. But we just, it was just us. It was a small group, and I mean. Even the time I went for his birthday, I was still playing it how I played it when you came. You know what I'm saying? But since it's just more people, it's just more lively. But I'm in the cut, not doing too much either, because I'm still feeling like, mm, I really ain't no club nigga no more. You know what I'm saying? This shit don't, it doesn't excite me. I don't find pleasure in this shit for real, for real. So it's like, I was just going to smack the bitches. But his reality is just like, eh. None of them bitches materialized anything. I never saw any of the girls like I would be getting after I got them. But it was just like, that club shit is, you know, I'm just going with the crowd. And that's what we're doing. But it's not necessarily my number one choice. I like MoMA vibes. <laughs> for real, for real. That's just what, is what it is. I'm a MoMA nigga now. You know what I mean? Just come to the MoMA, smoke some hookah, sit with me. We'll talk our shit while being surrounded by dope-ass art. You feel me? So, like, that's my energy now, so. I ain't really on that, and I just want to take trips. But that club shit, you can miss me with that. Like I do it every once in a while, but I ain't. You're not catching me doing that shit every weekend or every other weekend, for that matter. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just. If anything, I'll do a club in the city I don't live in, just because it's something different. But like, where I live, I am again, whatever. <laughs> you feel me? Whatever. <laughs> so go ahead. Just so, so tell her, tell her where we at right now, man. So you you you're you're in a situation now. Well, you're in many situations. Now I'm in a couple but... couple situations, yeah, yeah, right? So yeah, like yeah. So I so since then, like you know, I mean, I'm being an app, just swiping left and right, meet meeting uh or like linking up or matching with chicks that I be talking to and like um. He's a swiper. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Tinder, man. You know what I'm saying? I've heard Hinge and. Other apps are a little bit more classy, <laughs> but I'm going to stick to what I know, man. He said classy. <laughs> That's what I heard, man. How classy can they get? Facts. Am I, am I echoing on your end right now? Nah, you know. All right, well, just make sure the audio is good. We get an engineer in here to fit, clean all this shit up, man, because... Eventually, yeah, right now. Yeah. So you're going to get what you're going to get, but... Will we have yes, a studio know. with someone in there with us engineering it, or we would record it and then Ideally, just I would send like it to off. record it. I would like to record it um, in a dope spot, so not a studio, but like a nice crib with nice backdrop. And then we just send it to the editors, the video <laughs> editors, and the audio editors, engineers. Actually, the two people who record. Like, so basically, so that's another thing too. So, like speaking on the episode we had, 
that French recorded that one time with Britney's crib. Like how you said that, we should have kept doing that, right? Because it was cool. I'm like, yeah, but and this is part of how the sausage is made. French was like, bro, I don't, this is not fun for me. Like, he's like, I'm used to, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm used to recording vlogs and music videos. Like, <laughs> maybe y'all just sit on the couch, y'all not moving. Like, I, I, he's like, I don't need to be here. She's just be a tripod and just set up the camera on the tripod. Like, yeah, send it to him so he can uh, yeah, edit it. Edit it. There's no need for him to record it. Mm-hmm. It's only the but, well, well, well. If it was a vlog a or like a or a um, outside of that, like, I don't. Outside of that, I don't have a camera. We don't have any cameras, so he has to record because it it's his camera. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's what the reality of the situation was. But unless like, you rent the camera from him or some shit like that, yeah. Like, but that camera was like what, like a thousand, fifteen, two thousand dollars, something like that. Like I was like, I'm not, I'm not paying that for no podcast that ain't making no money. You know what I'm saying? Like, now, see, see, we're thinking of, we're thinking about it now, at that time like that. Because if you think about it, if we kept recording from then on. You probably would be making money by now, but the reality is the reality. Yeah, I want to. I want to uh, have content that's um, firewalled by an ad. That's what I know See? that I've at least monetized by. Uh, oh, you mean yeah, YouTube? You want to have YouTube videos up and then? Or it could even be an Instagram ad. video that that they pay. do. They pay for Instagram ads, right? Yeah, they I do. I don't know. I don't know. Like Country Wayne, you ever watch his video? All these uh, TikTokers no. are people. Yeah, comedian, right? Yeah, those comedians who make videos. When you watch them, yeah, like the reels on uh, Instagram, oh, I don't know if you watch them or not, but yeah, they have ads now. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm sure, but uh, yeah, content and monetizing your content is, is the goal. But yeah, for me, I'm just like, yeah, I rather you know record this shit, send it off to niggas, add sound effects, add clips of you know the topics we're talking about, so people know visually and all that shit. Cause you remember that uh, the one he did, the intro was crazy on that video too, on that uh, on that episode. Do you remember that? Yeah, and, like the crazy white niggas. Like, yeah, <laughs> some nigga was like getting <laughs> he had his pants down on the fire hydrant, open fire hydrant, and all that shit. Remember all that? Wow. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we need a camera for sure. That's part of it. You know, the more money I get, the more I can invest in this shit. But to inv- to pay. X amount of dollars for a camera right now doesn't really make sense to me. But then at the same time, if you want to invest in your art and your 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 project or your business, you should do some shit like that. But then the flip side of that is like, I right, I can get a camera over here, but you know, most of you don't live over here too. So that's well, you also like. got to think about this. That was 2016. You even said was it 16 or 17? Something like that. Yeah. iPhones have progressed. You could your iPhone is the camera. Yeah, true. Just keep true, it true. 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 I also just feel like we need to, we should be in the same room to do it too. So yeah, that's why, that's why I've been trying to get your ass. But I feel like if you move to Texas, we're gonna we're gonna just run with this shit. Yeah, yeah. We buy right. an art gallery and then record it in an art gallery that we own and sell art from. That's the that's the vision that I have. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, like the I like the sound of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Manif- we got to manifest that shit into re- existence, the reality. Anyways, man. Don't get into these whole business. So you got that. you got a couple situations <laughs> going on, right? Yeah. All right, so go ahead. Couple situations and shit, man. And I've been on a couple of dates with these hoes and all that. All these women. I mean, I'm not gonna call them hoes or bitches. I'm not. These women, they've been cool, but it's just been like. Shout out to all my niggas who get bread and shit. And sometimes you'd be out here dating on some real lover boy shit. Like I'm a lover boy. I'm a man of the people. You know what I mean? I love. 
energy is good vibes and shit, but you know, after a while, that shit could kind of feel like you're being used. So I saw that to say, like, I had this chick. Remember that? Remember that chick, Portia? That's probably when it really started. Remember Portia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, I do often want to see her Instagram. So whenever you bring her up, I have to like get her Instagram. What's her Instagram again? Well, we'll bleep it out. I don't know. I don't. I don't follow her no more. But you know what I mean. But uh, anyways, uh, like I was saying, her situation—it just felt like I was being used for my bread, and it wasn't a reciprocal relationship or a, a symbiotic relationship. Like it felt like it was more so of a one-way situation versus a. Uh, Meet me halfway, I meet you halfway, you scratch my back, I scratch your back type of situation. That's kind of what made me stop fucking with Shorty for real, right? Right. So, like, ever since then, I've always just, you know, kind of had those guards or those antennas up for situations where it's like, I feel like I'm dealing with a cute bitch, but she broke, and she's just looking for my money, right? Which... On the surface, it's cool. Like you're you're cute, you broke, but you cute. You at least you put your money into your looks, I guess. And it's like I have money, and I just look. I just want something cute around me, right? So it's like, yeah, in theory it makes sense, but then in practice, it's kind of like, at times it just feels like strip club energy, which is that fake love shit, which is that, which is why you know, like I said, I don't fuck with strip clubs, right? It's just like. These bitches are just like coming at you on some like, you know, hey daddy, hey, 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 hey. Don't you want to dance? Come on. Uh, because they see the money you have in your hand, right? So it's like they give you this fake energy so that you can just spend your money on them. And that's their job, which is like, hey, more power to you. But for a nigga like me, I don't like the confusion and the second guessing of is she fucking with me or is she just fucking with what I could provide for her? You know what I mean? And I was thinking about that shit, right? Because I was having a convo with a little shorty about this the other day. We kind of was going back and forth about... Because I'm like, shit, listen. I see a girl. I don't know her from nowhere. I don't even know what her voice sounds like. I don't know nothing about her. I just see what she looks like. I'm a nigga. Thinking with my dick. I want to just have sex with that girl. You know what I'm saying? Now, ideally, the ideal situation is like you meet her. Y'all just kind of mess and y'all click, like y'all good vibes. It's cool energy and all that shit. But in reality, sometimes the energy don't really be hitting. And now you're kind of just telling yourself, all right, the reason I'm going to keep seeing this girl again is because she looks good. So I just want to fuck her. But in reality, you don't like her personality for real. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's just like, sometimes it's like... <clears throat> And I, and I and if I want to put myself in a, in a in a woman's from a woman's point of view, you know, I could see it's not black and white. I could see both sides to it. They could be looking at this situation like, well, I'm not giving up this pussy so easily because I know that's what you niggas want. And once you get it, you're gonna look at me. You're gonna treat me differently. All that attention I'm getting right now could potentially dissipate now because you already got what you wanted, right? Which is a real thing. I know niggas like Mosley who is just like. Sometimes that's he got blind. He a, he a racehorse at uh Pimlico, Chuck, you know what I mean? Like uh, he just he got blinders on. He just looking at the finish line, and his definition of the finish line is just fucking a bit. He like, hey, I'm gonna be to whoever she needs me to be until I get the cheeks. Shout out, wifey. Yeah. 
whatever. And I'm just like, <laughs> and I never understood that because I'm like, bro, fucking a bitch one time is not the goal because it's never as good as, as it gets once you're really comfortable with somebody, once y'all doing it multiple times, blah, 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 blah. So to me, I'm like, fucking a bitch one time is, is just start. It's the start of the marathon. You, you just got to the, you just took the first step of the marathon. You, you, you quit like, yeah, I, I, I won. I'm like, nah, you did not. It's like 26 miles to go, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I look at this shit. So I know I that was my response when girls tell me this shit. Like, yeah, yeah I just want to forget. I just want some, I just want to have some sex. And I'm like, listen, it's not that I just want to have sex. It's like, yeah, I want to have sex. It's part of the reason I'm talking to you. But there's more to it. But it's like, if you ain't open for real, then what are we doing? Like, and then also, I guess I go back to the whole portion shit. I'm just like, then is it just like you're basically just using me for to fill your boredom because you're just bored in the crib and you're broke? So you meet a nigga, at least they can like take you places that you can't afford to go to by yourself or just do things that are fun and you just along for the ride type shit. So I always feel like if we fuck, at least it's like, I right, that could gotta give me some semblance of security where it's like, I. Right, at least shorty rocking, so I'm more open to continued situation as opposed to me just, I mean, spending time with you, but as I'm spending time with you, I'm spending money, right? And then it's just like, I'm just going home every night, and and then you have the girl I'm dating, you can just tell me, like, well, because if I act like, if I try to touch you and all this, trying to, you know, make it a little physical, and so you're like, Oh, you just want to fuck me. You don't respect me. Da 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 da. I'm like, why does me acting on the natural impulse automatically make me as somebody who's disrespecting you? Because what? Like, now I understand everybody got their past trauma. Everybody done dealt with some shit where it's like, I, I want to take my time. I'm like, that's cool. You can take your time, but like, what's your time? Because I'm going to be real. You can take however long you need, but <laughs> I'm going to wander because I'm looking for some shit. Like, if I like a girl, like, I'm going to initially try to give her the energy. Like, I want a girlfriend. I'm going to give her that energy. But it's like, if it's not reciprocated right away, then I'm going to just fall back and take my time with it. Where it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you ain't really on the same page, which is cool because you can't force your emotions onto somebody else, right? It's cool. So yeah, they're not feeling you in the that type of time. But it's like I'ma chill. But when I do that, then it's like when I chill, it's like the shit just dissipates. It just disappears because and I had a, a girl tell me this shit the other day. Teddy Bear Teddy Bear said this when I was talking to her about it. She was just like, well I feel like you know guys should like girls more than the girl likes the guy. I was like, why? She's like, well you know Women are just nurturing. So by default, we're going to nurture you and everything. But it's like, if you don't really like me more than I like you, then you're not going to keep trying to be around me. Da, 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 da. I'm like, listen, <laughs> you ain't all that. Let's be real.